Welcome to Out in the Grapes, episode four, with Michael Cole, me, Doug Kirkwood, you, me, me, and that's it. There's no other guest. Me, me, that's me. It's pass me the ball. Yeah. Pick me first. So we are here to be dumb more because we're, we're here to talk about real things like yes. One Piece, living in a whale's head, talking about how sad it is. Talking about, let's talk about love. Love. I say on on Saturdays this past week's art uh, RT talk, we got a little goofy. We got a little weird. So I think it's gonna be disappointing if that like that train stops now. When this that's what this is built for is just for the the idiocy that we have. So. Right. This the this portion of the RT Talk podcast, the sub portion out in the grapes, is meant for you to get to know us better as just dudes, dum dums, dum dum dudes, who are crying over an anime whale. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's I don't even know if anyone would like. How many people realize that when you say One Piece and uh, living in a whale's head? Like it's that's from a show. It's like probably I think if no one knew what One Piece was, that sentence sounds like a complete nonsense. Right. Or the thing it's Pinocchio. Possibly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happened. I mean, not for real. Was... Noah swallowed by a whale. That's just, you took a pause there. Like that was information that changed your perspective. I just couldn't think of his actual name. Pinocchio. Noah. I meant Noah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, you, you said Pinocchio. What, Geppetto? How about that? Does that help? Bring me your puppets, Geppetto. Well, as usual, I prepared no list for this because we go off in so many directions that I feel like a list in some ways uh, is unhelpful. In- 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 inhibits the grapes. It does. It's, it like, it's like a bad winner. Right, they won't ferment, they won't make good wine, thus you won't get good content. Well, it's... I feel like the list goes out the window almost immediately, because I'll say this, which leads us to this, which is so far from the stuff I was like I had planned to talk about. It's usually I have like one or two things in my head, which I have this week. But other than that, it's like if sometimes we just don't get around to it, and it's like, oh, okay. And then I forget about it by the time we, we do get around to it. Well, I'm going to uh, bring up a television show that I just finished. It's... Me too. Uh, did, you, did you watch uh, or did you have any? Did I talk about Pen Fifteen last time? Uh, no, I don't remember. I don't think so. You talked about Booksmart a little bit last. I don't. I, I'm trying to remember because there was a portion of last week's podcast that got clipped out because when Renee came in, I had to unplug my headphones. So Doug playing through my computer was getting picked up my microphone. So anyone who listened to last week's episode, they they know that's they would heard it. But it's certain parts of it. It got really intense and harsh, and it was hard to cut out portions without cutting out entire sections. So there right. was a there was a part where Doug was talking about the uh, it's a movie, right? Booksmart. Yeah, and yeah. You were talking about that a little bit, and I think that was in that section I had I cut out. But from what I remember, you were talking you talked about Booksmart, but not Pen Fifteen. Okay. Well, I watched Pen Fifteen, which is. These two girls going into seventh grade in the year 2000. So that's our generation. Mm-hmm. And it's super fucking awkward. 
Okay. And and hilarious because like neither of us are women, so we don't, uh, f- you know, we don't get the perspective, I guess, fully. But I appreciate everything that happened because we were all obviously went through the same things of like, uh, let's be super cool going into high school. Well, for us, quotation seventh grade was high school, and we were never cool. Yeah. Like also, I, you grew up in a house with like three sisters and your mom and stuff like that, so you're at least like one fifth of a girl. Just right. from living, I, just being surrounded by them for that long. I'm a very sensitive boy because I grew up with all girls. Yeah. So you at least have one-fifth of that in you. You have a portion. Right, but, but, like, I was thinking back to our seventh grade year, and, like, that's when I grew my hair out. I started wearing, like, in quotations, nicer clothes. I did my hair. I wore the stupid fucking necklaces. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, oh, I'm, like, I'm going to be cool now because we're in high school. And, like, that doesn't fucking matter. But the show... The references, because they referenced this, this one episode all about AOL Instant Messenger, mm-hmm. and I fucking was like, "Ugh, this is too spot on. I hate this. <laughs> it hits too close to home." To yeah, I was just aim. like, <laughs> and I was thinking, like, do you remember your first aim name? Oh, I don't. Know. I don't think I remember any of them. Um, you might have been like Cool Fifty Four something. Oh God, what would I have been? I can tell you my first AOL Instant Messenger name was Rage, all capitals, 1507. Uh, I don't even remember that one for you. That was my first one. I think I was the Couve. Uh, that sounds right. Because, and that's, my last name, Michael, um, my last name is Michael Cool, and... C-O-O-L-E. Yeah. And Cool-A. it was an inside joke because we were in gym class the one time. And there was like the basketball, or like the our class was divided into like you four on this basketball team or whatever, and these four in, on this team. And my name was written on the on the one team as Michael Cove, C O O V E. And I was like V E. <laughs> I was like, how do you mess up an, an L and a V? I was like, I was not like, even close. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? It was just like another kid in the class wrote it. It was like a grade above us. And I was like, what the hell? And so I was like, oh, it was, I remember that. It was so baffling to me that, like, that got messed up. So it just became, like, an inside joke that I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Michael Couve. And so, like, it just, <laughs> as an inside joke, I made it, like, my, uh, I think I think I made it my AIM name at the time. My uh, AIM name was based on the skateboard I wrote at the time. Just said Rage really big. That's why I named mine that. Mine's not personable at all. Mine's just, like. We were filled with Rage at that time. I, I was, and for whatever reason, but I then I went to, uh, I think, Chesty, because uh, one of our classmates used to punch me in the chest and thought it was funny and called me Chesty, and I thought it was, again, trying to be cool with the cool kids, like, fitting in, like, oh, well, they call me Chesty. I got to make my AIM name this. Okay, were we friends on AIM? Because I don't remember either of these names. <laughs> what name? Do you remember my name at all? I It's like, it's like a vague... It's like a shadow is like, like going in front of my vision every once. In a while. I'm like, oh, uh, I was like, I almost saw it. Like every time, it, like I almost have it. Whenever like as you're talking, but I can't remember what it was. It eventually might have ended up the Dougler 15 because I've used that since we were in high school. Yeah, that was probably one of them. But I feel like you had something that was like skate and destroy. Is that right? That was probably something because I was super fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it was. You were... And by super cool, I was cool to you and like one other person. Yeah. Well, yeah, to me, you were fucking awesome. And I was like, <laughs> only the coolest people have 
those type of aim names, and I need to stick with this kid. <laughs> He's going places. Let me tell you. Yeah. I had a cigar in seventh grade. <laughs> Look Where here, see. <laughs> The the green clear banker's bill just I got to see oh I think you're talking like one of those big hats like I'm in the mask like that big uh oh the big like fucking like uh, I don't want to say fedora but that's what it's I'm kind of what it is I mean it's like a giant fedora let me tell you see this kid's going places <laughs> as I tap the ashes off the end of your candy cigarette yes. If I smoked a cigar in seventh grade, I would have just been choking and embarrassing myself, <laughs> and it's a humility, or a humiliation I never would have lived down. I'd still your, be thinking about it. Your dad smoked cigars back then, so he would have beat the shit out of you, or your mom would yeah, have he, like he would have been upset. Your mom would have muay tied you to the ground. It would have been bad. That'd been one of those moments. Like there's a Bill Burr tells a joke, or it's kind of like a it's all, he's almost like transitioning, but in between jokes, but he says something like he's like, you ever have those moments that like just hit you like when you're in the shower and you like shake them out. You're like, Oh, like you just think about something really embarrassing and humiliating that happened to you at some point. It just creeps back up into your mind. You have to go, like you don't want to think about you like shake it out. That would have been one of those moments I've had to have, I've had to uh, have gotten rid of. Yeah. Yeah. That was Um, funny because I I was talking about aim this week in a a completely unrelated way. And I don't even know why I just, um, because for us, AIM, we didn't have texting on it. I don't think we even had cell phones. Like, no. <laughs> it, like, instant messaging your friends, like, getting, like, going home from school, logging on to AIM, and just like, oh, my crush is on. Let me say hi. You say hi, then you get their away just, message. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it just stops. Or, like, you want to make your away message super, like, well, I'm super deep and I'm really cool. So here's these lyrics from this band I listen to that no one fucking listens to because I, you know, we were, I don't say we were, we weren't the weird kids, but like, we just listened to music that wasn't for, I think I was, think? The, no, I was, I, I think I was the weird kid. I just kind of lampreyed on the bottom of you and <laughs> I was just sucking your blood slowly to keep myself alive. But I never would have left you. <laughs> it's true. You, you your, your heart grew attached to that little lamprey on your stomach. It was me, it was me and you against the world. We made a couple of new friends, but it's, it's, it's always been me and you. It's true. This guy it's getting emotional now. It's getting too real. I put this in the best man speech. Our aim was too tight. <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about. The Douglar 15 <laughs> lives on. <laughs> I'm that boy. Yeah. Start crying. <laughs> now, so I remember the in the aim days, like you were saying, like, like your crush would sign on. I also remember like you would, or not, you would say like they were on, you would message them. But like, I remember you'd see they'd sign on and you're like, well, maybe they'll message me today. Like, right. Like today's my day. Having that hope that like, well, maybe I like, oh, they're on. I gotta make sure they know like I'm here and I, you know, I'm available. Like also realizing they probably have a, like my list was like five people because it was me, my other profile. <laughs> it, yeah. It was probably both of yours. Uh, and I think there for some, I think you could have like, you would if I remember right, you would add yourself to see like your away message or something. Or mm. I, I think you popped up at the top. So it was like me, two of you, and then like three other people who were like never online. <laughs> and that right. was it. But like, do you remember going into like random, like, uh, I'll say group chats. I forget they were called, um, message boards. Were they called message boards where you would like, it'd be like, 
fans of wrestling, and you could be like, who loves Stone Cold Steve Austin? And then someone be like, I love him. They're like, well, let me talk to you. It's, or you go, oh, you do love him? He's a piece of shit. <laughs> and then you just get into a battle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't do that on AIM. I mean, I was on message boards at that time, mostly on uh, game FAQs, game facts, oh, which is still God. around. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's still around. So it's game game facts and uh, game spot are still, they're like, this, uh, they're like the same company, but different URL. I don't know. I never really understood that. I never investigated it as an adult to fully understand it. But I used to live on those because they had message boards for anything. So you, I would go fight with people about Dragon Ball Z all the time. And <laughs> that, but then I would get, uh, we had uh, MSN. It was like our homepage and stuff. So I would get in the MSN chat rooms. And that's where, mm. that's where I became a legend because no one knew me. So I could just, it was, only my personality shined. So I didn't have to impress him in any other way. So, As a 13 year old boy, you were a fucking killing genius. It. Killing it. I made a girlfriend that I left. I forgot about her. That's how cool you, I was. You made a girlfriend and then on instant messenger, you left her. No, no. Met her on a, this was like, yeah, 13 year old Mike, uh, was talking to there were different people in a chat room and then she asked like i don't remember what it was called but it was like you would be like a boyfriend and girlfriend but it was like it, online like virtually so like i i don't i don't think i even knew what her real name was all i the only person like the only way i knew this person was through a username that was it her name was puddle of mud lover 8504 yeah. <laughs> way older than yeah which wasn't four either. <laughs> he said, oh, four. <laughs> but, no, I was like, way older than us. Like, put a mud lover, 85. Yeah. Yeah, she was, she was born before World War One, but she was really into Puddle of Mud in MSN right. chat rooms. But no, I, I like, we were like a couple, and there was MSN, I think it was MSN, had its own, uh, essentially like its own version of like AIM. And she's like, oh, she's like, we should be like boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever virtually. And I was like, yeah, sure. Never talked to her again. Just was like, yes. Didn't talk to her. Like four months later, she's like, I'm upset you don't talk to me. I was like, who is this? I was like, you big timed her. No, I literally, it wasn't, I, I literally didn't remember. I was like, <sighs> and she was like upset that like I like ditched her. And I was like, I don't even remember who this is. I didn't even make, I didn't remember making the agreement. I would love to find that girl. But do you remember uh, the Couve? 54 at msn.com because he still thinks about you <laughs> I, I literally haven't thought about that until right now talking about <laughs> aim in the, the chat room days i mean it's a little bit like discord is now like discord there's different groups that you can join and really talk and uh, like dive into yeah but i'm not going to go into discord like who loves stone cold steve austin you could <laughs> i mean, could but I, i'm not going to do it so I remember it would always be like the same group of people would get on at like the same time. So we'd all like go in the chat room and we'd all be talking to each other. I remember one point my mom got concerned like that I was going to get like abducted or pedophiled or something. And she's like, what, what do you do in these chat rooms? Like, oh, you talk to people. She's like, let me see who you're talking to. And she sat down next to me and I was like, oh man, like this gets, so people say damn and stuff in here. I got to be careful. Like what I like <laughs> boobs, yeah, boobs. Yeah, I got to be careful. Like what I get into. And then I had to like sit there and explain to her like what ASL means and all that kind of stuff and i was like yeah I was like this is just what we do and like telling jokes and stuff like that and she's like okay and then she left so, and i was like oh thank god asl stood for australian siberian lithuanian a very rare breed yes 
very rare triple combination ethnicity. <laughs> You'd answer no, no, yeah, no. Lots of no's. <laughs> lots of no's. It's but you know, but it's kind of like mining for gold. It's you're gonna strike out more than you're gonna more than you're gonna find what you're looking for. But when you do, it's worth it. But if he was yes, 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 anima dude, you would stop talking to him. Absolutely. <laughs> it's super rare, but super worth it. I don't even know if those are even close to each other. I don't know if Lithuania is even still a country. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, one of those was Australia that you said. So right. Australia is definitely not close to Lithuania or, or Siberia. Russia. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, they're right. close if you're looking at a map. I mean, you could you could put your thumb on one and your pinky on another, but in reality, they're not that close. An Australian, Siberian, Lithuanian female. It's Mike's Mike's dream. It's honestly that sounds like a dog breed. Like that's what if someone asked you what your dog is, that's what it sounds like you would say. I assume that they would be a tennis playing, venom vaccinated, beautiful woman. Venom. Like, because Australia has all the poisonous stuff, so like they would be born into being immune to be uh, venom. Oh, I don't. I think like you, they were gonna go fight Spider Man. I don't think you're Spider-Man. immune to to venom just because you're Australian. I do. Uh, well, I mean, you know what? It's a free country. You're allowed to. These beliefs are allowed to be had, and and you can believe as much as you want. Uh, but you do remember what ASL stood for, don't you? Age, sex, location. Never forget it. Age, 13. Sex, M. Location, Newcastle, PA. Never heard of it. That's. It was always like, you'd start, like, you, because all you had was a username. You didn't know anything about anybody. And then they would say, like, uh, like, someone else would ask, like, ASL, and you're, like, you're, like, hitting it off of this person. They're, like, at the time, I'm, you know, who knows, I'm, like, 14 or whatever. And I'm, like, you're looking for, like, another 14-year-old to connect with or hopefully to be a female to to really connect right. with and then they're like oh i'm you know 18 male from tennessee i'm like ugh, this old fucking dude in here get the <laughs> hell out of here what kind of creep yeah, just, your grandpa you know, what kind of 18 year old creep just lingers around chat rooms <laughs> ew and it wasn't for us it wasn't for the 14 year olds it was for the the adults supposedly but i met i met other people that were around my age your girlfriend no Lithu- <laughs> aussie lithuanian 22 aussie lithuanian she ditched her siberian uh birthright <laughs> well i mean it's still there but she knows what's actually worth her time yeah and her serve is something else <laughs> she can really throw some heat on it but i haven't thought about the this is like i don't know because I, I have a very scattered breakdown of our demographics that listen to this so either people are like remembering them using this stuff, or people are like these two old fucks talking about this shit <laughs> that I never experienced. <laughs> like I'm disgusted because I mean we used I know I did I used AIM up until wasn't college, so up until 2008 or nine I'd say I was mm. on AIM all the time. That probably sounds right, but at the same time, I'm like no, that was way too late. But it probably wasn't. As I was living in Pittsburgh, going to a technical school. And I used to get on every single night and talk to two of our friends and basically no one else. I don't think anyone else really was on at that point. But at that point, yeah. too, everyone was getting, like, text messaging. And, I mean, it was way more efficient than AIM. Not us. 
We were not getting text messages. I didn't get it for a while. It took me. A, I actually didn't get it until that point, which is probably why that's when it dropped off. Because uh, I I got text messages saying when I went to school, like went to college or technical school, whatever, and then eventually college, and then back to college. <laughs> All the three times I went to college or technical well, school. The- the technical school you went to is now a university. Yeah. Yeah. They can, they can put whatever they want on the sign, but yeah. I'm just saying. It's better than uh, ITT Tech, which I almost went to. They were, like, designated as not a school at one point, and then went under. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can't technically call yourself a school anymore. <laughs> like, oh. Like, in All order right. to be a school, you have to actually teach people things, and they have to be able to get jobs. And neither of those things is happening here, so you can't. You can only be it t. That's it. And they shut them all down. But I almost. I, I. I don't know if I almost went there, but I went there as like a. Uh, a prospect. Yeah, yeah. They were recruiting me. <laughs> they were drafting you in their basketball team. Horrible mistake. They were like, "How tall is he? Five eleven, six foot." Oh. Yeah, he should definitely be on the basketball team. Yeah, I was six foot or six one, depending on the day. Because <laughs> depending have... on the, how tall your hair was. Now, if I, if I spiked it up, solid six one, <laughs> comfortably six one. I was uh, when I was at work the other day, I was talking this uh, I was helping this elderly lady, and she was like, "You look, you work out." I said, "No, I just eat." You should have just said nothing and then hugged her, and she went, "Thank you." <laughs> and she's like, well, you must eat healthy. I was like, you know, I'm, I am not opposed to eating a whole pizza and a hoagie tonight. So basically <laughs> what I'm trying to say is you're fucking stupid. <laughs> and then she said something about like genetics. I said, I don't know if you notice how tall I am. I'm not genetically tall. And I was like, I, I was like, I'm, I'm five, six, you know, when my hair is right, I'm at least five, seven and a half. Crush it. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, my husband was five, seven. I said, you got it. Are you coming on to me so now? I'm, ma- I'm married. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it Puddle of Mud 85? <laughs> It'd be Puddle of Mud 32. Is it, did you say it was an older lady? Yeah, like 1932. Oh, shit. <laughs> she was, she was uh, like 12 years old during World War II. <laughs> she was like, oh, what's the Depression? I'm living through it. Yeah, well... I mean, Doug is a shorter man, which I've pointed out at various points of doing this podcast over the last, you know, year and a half. But yes. it's probably also, I mean, because I don't, it's not a well-known fact. I don't even know if like amongst our friends, but Doug was born eight months premature. So I think that probably held him back too. <laughs> it, was, it was born like three months, yeah, at least a year. Yeah. <laughs> at least a year. I came out as a... My mom shot her egg out. My dad shot his sperm out. And it waited a month. And then they combined. And I was a Petri dish baby. I was the first Petri dish. You were born on a linoleum floor in the kitchen. That's where you grew. (laughs) They were like, this is weird. What's this fucking thing? I like how initially you're like, I was was born three months. I was born a year early, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You resisted it. then, Then you caved in. Yeah. So I was grown in a lab. But in reality, though, being born three months premature probably did hinder your your height quite a bit. And my mom's smoking during pregnancy didn't help. 
Which explains a lot of this podcast, I think. <laughs> it explains a lot of the conversations we've had and how we got here. <laughs> Mine, there is no... I have no excuse. I was beaten. I mean, you were... I was, you, were <laughs> you were not beaten. I was absolutely beaten. By many of my peers. Uh, who just beat me. me. No, no, there was... Yeah, you were playful, at least. We could get around it, but no, there was other people that I was I was bullied by that took some liberties on my, on my or with my pain. Oh, I was never like malicious about it. Now, no, you just kicked my head into a locker. I bled, <laughs> and I ran away. You did. I have it a lot, a lot of running away, and with followed by or not followed by, but running while chuckling. There was a lot of that that went down, or giggling or chortling. And dealer's choice, really. Could be any of them. I laugh like uh, Mandark from uh, Dexter's Lab. It would just, I would just listen as it slowly faded to nothing. As you just got further away from me. And I just go, oh, he's born early. I don't know. What, am I gonna, what the fuck am I going to do? What am I going to do? He's, take he's care borderline, borderline handicapped. Yeah. What am I going to do? His legs were jelly for the first two years of his life. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck? He was born in a... I was raised in a aquarium just kicking my little jelly legs just like a frog just darting around between the glass well as usual i don't even know the path that we took what we were like i always try to remember like what we were initially talking about to get here and i know we were talking about aim oh you were talking about pen 15 that's right yes yes, yes that's pen how we 15. got here so uh well well you guys have something else to say about pen 15 no i just think uh if you're looking for a show that's going to throw you back and it's very funny, that's a good show to check out on Hulu. Well, the show that I checked out on Hulu this week was Dave. Do you like it? Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> so. Hey, I'm Dave. <laughs> It'd be dead silence on the podcast, but Doug broke out into a, an exuberant dance. It's uh, so fucking funny did you watch all of it i finished it today oh i got a key start installed on my car today and while that was happening i finished i was about 10 minutes into episode 9 so i finished episode 9 and then i watched episode 10 which is the season finale it was really easy to get through because it's 10 25 minute episodes so i started watching it on monday i think i think i watched like three episodes on monday something like that and then i watched like one or two every other day since Tell me your favorite part, and I'll tell you mine. So, spoiler alert for Dave, the show. Yeah, there's gonna be some sort. Like, I don't. I hate to give away any because it's a comedy, so the jokes are kind of like the purpose. So, like, yeah, there's yeah. certain like if you're there's certain things we're gonna say that will ruin certain jokes. But if you don't care, then then come along for the ride, or if you've seen yeah. it. Yeah. Um. The parts there's oh shit. See, there's two parts I laughed really hard at. I. Th- Damn it. I'll tell you mine when we go first. Well, I'll say one. They're they're pretty close. I don't know. I It's hard for me to pick which one's my favorite, so I'll just say them both because they're, they're basically tied. But the rabbit scene, I laughed so fucking hard at. <laughs> my favorite part's in the same episode, but that rabbit scene I knew you would love because it's, what do you want me to do? Back over it. He's like, oh, my God. Well... And I'm just gonna, we'll just give I'm just give the joke away. We'll just talk about it fully. Yeah. But 
when he's backing yeah. up. She's like, you have to turn more left. He's like, what? No, I'm just going to hit it. And, she, and he just, the tire goes over its ears and you hear it screaming. She's like, oh, you just got its ears. And then you just, he goes, oh, it's screaming. <laughs> and then whenever she's like, you have to hit it. And then he just guns it, and he's yelling as you hear it yelling, and it's just the shot is from the side, and you just see the car come flying down the road. Just him and the rabbit screaming at the same time. I was laughing so hard. It was so random. It had nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Oh, but it... it... That was a great cold open. That wasn't even a cold open. There was a whole part before that. Oh, yeah, there was. There was a very good... A very heartwarming part before that. Yeah, it was. It basically set up the ending of the episode very well. Yeah, with that yeah. song. Um, so my favorite part in the whole entire show is the same episode, and you'll probably might be able to guess what my favorite part is. But whenever she's like, "Let's go on the hike with my family," he's like, "I want to go fucking hiking with your family," and then he gets massive, the shits in the middle of hiking, and he's running to like this little like. Literally like an inch and a half of water to, to take a poop and he's running and he pulls his pants out and a turd falls out. <laughs> Lost my fucking mind. <laughs> I was in stitches laughing <laughs> at this fake turd rolling out of his pants. <laughs> See, when that happened, I went, oh my God. And then it's just him just like spray shitting in the water. It was so it graphic. Just... I was like, what the hell? I was more, <laughs> I was more like shocked. Like Jesus. It was so graphic and out of nowhere. Right, and that's why I said, like, there's parts of this show, I'm like, how is this on cable television? Well, relating to that, my little <laughs> tide is, uh, without saying anything about what the context of this is, but when What a Girl Once started playing, do you remember that part? What episode? Uh, two or three. What a Girl Wants... What a girl needs. Was it the the legs episode? The leg or the his sex toy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was super weird and creepy. Well, that's why I said I was like, how was this on cable television? Fucking this bottom <laughs> whatever. She was. Where's the other half? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was that same episode because when they're in the garage. Oh. And yeah, she's on the that... table, and it's just a close-up of his face, and it starts playing a slowed-down version of what a girl wants, and he's doing like, this really stupid, like, yeah, face yeah, as yeah, he's yeah, going. yeah. Oh my! Like I, this show, like the show's fucking, it's great. Like I, I, one of the, I think one of the funniest shows on television recently. Well, again, I mean, basically to help, I think if people really want to watch the show, they probably. Would have, would have stopped listening by now. So just to say, like, full... Just talk about whatever. Uh, the part where he's supposed to play at the kid's funeral, and then <laughs> Macklemore shows up, yeah. I was laughing so hard that Macklemore was there. I, like, he's just like... I was like, I fucking hate Macklemore. <laughs> and then right. you hear people cheering, and then you see him hugging the kid's mom. <laughs> like, there's fucking Macklemore now. <laughs> and then he goes out, and he's like... John loved caterpillars. He loved trains, and he loved all of you. And he points up to the sky. He's like, Let's sing yeah. so he can hear us in heaven. <laughs> it's so stupid. That was probably the was first great. like big laugh I got out of the show. I think, from what I can remember. But do, do you like like? Uh, I liked how um. I want to say how awkward Dave is, and I also think he has Asperger's. 
<laughs> possibly. But like, I don't think I don't think uh, what's what's his rap? little Dicky has Asperger's. I think the character he plays has Asperger's. Well, he's just like super awkward and like very literal all the time. Right. I don't think he knows how to tell jokes or like, yeah, like it. I fucking loved the show. I like my friend recommended it, and I was like, oh, I mean, I don't know little Dicky, but I'll watch the show. And I watched. It, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. What well, is fun? Like because him and his. Like, again, spoiler territory, but him and his girlfriend breaking up, I had a feeling that was going to be coming up because really weirdly, not even knowing really his songs, there's only like three that I know, but and I, and white, white cry. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> the fuck you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so stupid. Uh, but like there's only like three songs I've listened to and I don't know them well enough to even like sing along to them or anything. Right. It's I just know like I listened to it it made me laugh so like I remember certain parts. But the one song that he has is actually like serious and it's a song called Molly and her name is Allie and the song is all about how their relationship got destroyed because he was pursuing his rap career. Mm. And things that he says in that song like he said uh Oh fuck! There was one I can't. There was an, one that happened that I I saw. I was like, that's actually that's in the song. But the one was, he says something about listening to your auto tunes or something like that. And the beginning of that episode is them doing the auto tune together. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, okay. So it's like either he's taking bits of his real life, which were in that song, and it's gonna go. It's a, a show, so it'll go a different direction, or they're gonna they're gonna like fall apart somewhere. Because I mean, I read a thing that was like he, like. Uh, Dave is not like a little literal thing that happened to him, but he took inspiration from his comeuppance into the rap rap game. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, like so that's cool because I, I I obviously didn't know that. It's I didn't on, listen to that song. Uh, that's probably that's the song I listen to the most because it's actually and it has uh, Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco in it. He sings the chorus, and so he just fucking belts it. Oh yeah, and uh, but that's the song I listen to the most, and it's it's actually. Uh, ha- having absolutely no, uh, nothing in my like library on Spotify that is rap. That's <laughs> that's like all I have is, is a couple of his yeah. songs because they make me laugh. And then that song, which is like pretty heartfelt, but yeah, it's it's a pretty good song. And uh, that's why I was like going off of that song. I was like, I want, I, I wish I could remember what the other one was. There was something else that happened that I was like, that's he mentioned something like that in the song, but I can't remember what it is right now. But yeah, I had a feeling I, that that I, was gonna be coming up some. Or why? I was guessing. I didn't like. I wasn't necessarily like. Oh, they're definitely gonna break up. <laughs> did did I describe Andrew Santino's uh, character well? I said he plays the straight guy. Well, see, what I thought watching it, being like more familiar with Andrew Santino, that honestly is him. Like the way that like even when they were, I forget what scene it was, but they were like all together, like all hanging out, like the group. And someone said something, and he go, he's like, yeah, that is how that happens. Like, that's how that works. Like, how he jumped in just to, like, add yeah. on to, like, the hum- like basically humiliating this person. That's, like, 100% him and, like, his podcasts. And that's what I was like. Uh, I, listening, or watching the show, I was like, so much this feels like I'm listening to him, like, fuck around on a podcast and be, like, that engaged. Like, okay. I would say, for you... I don't have it's hard because I don't have like a particular episode, but do you know who Bobby Lee is? 
comedian. Yeah, the act- yeah, yeah. He was on Mad TV. Yeah. So Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee have a podcast together called Bad Friends. And, you know, when we do the other portion of this podcast that's all Rooster Teeth related, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of times that people bring up, like, bullying and bullying, like, you know, Matt or someone in the group. Yeah. Uh, if you think that's bullying, do not listen to Bad Friends because <laughs> they eviscerate each other. And so much of it is them yelling <laughs> and not real. I mean, they're not actually fighting, but like, it's like them either playing into it and saying what I would say most people would find as like the most offensive or most hurtful things you can say to another human being, <laughs> but they're literally like best friends. And so that's all they do is just tear each other apart. So I would say, I don't have an episode like in particular, but for you, I would say, listen to an episode of bad friends and you'll see like, that's. When I say, like, I've heard Andrew Santino on podcasts, like, he's consistently what I'm talking about on that that podcast. Okay. Because he has a show called Whiskey Ginger. That's his podcast that he'll have, like, different comedians and stuff on. But that's more, like, interview-like. So he's more yeah. so, uh, like, talking to them, like, like oh, well, like what brought you to L.A. or whatever. And it's, I mean, it's, it's conversational, but it's more, it's closer to an interview than it is Bad Friends, which is them just dismembering just- each other. <laughs> <laughs> make that makes me laugh because they there is bobby lee is a a korean fellow and uh that gets brought up a lot <laughs> <laughs> i like that bobby lee is committed to the like the the mustache and like long hair like almost homeless looking look yeah. yeah it's it's uh was bobby lee was he in crashing i don't i never saw crashing oh uh, because i watched crashing and i think i think he plays a good role in that and that's what I like. Bobby Lee, I remember from Mad TV, but he probably wasn't crashing. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was, uh, there's like he plays a lot of like smaller roles, and sometimes he's in bigger roles. But he's been in a lot of stuff over the years. But he's also a stand-up comedian. He has a pretty like big podcast too called Tiger Belly with him and his girlfriend. They have different comedians and stuff on. But yeah, it's very much more extreme kind of sense of humor than if anyone is uh like a Rooster Teeth fan that's just be be prepared for that because it's very very different than what you're probably used to yeah Uh, but i feel like i feel like most people listen to Rooster Teeth are very much like you and i and you know they're all over i think so i think if people like i mean uh, our sense i mean it's my sense of humor but i feel like our sense of humor that comes out on these episodes is not indicative of uh like what i'm talking about but i just i have a feeling if you're listening to this and you're a fan of this and you're one of the people that's out there listening that you are similar to us in some way and that maybe you'll enjoy it but my thing is just that's why i'm recommending it to you specifically because i know that you are not gonna have a problem with it (laughs) and it's if you liked him on the show if you liked him on dave then i think you'll hey i'm dave that song's (laughs) on spotify oh is it yeah yeah, it's, it's like a minute and a half long or something. So there's a whole, like, beginning part. And at the very end is that is the intro song. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Who's Dave? <laughs> I, I'll check it out. I did, I'm like... At, huh? I'm just looking at Bobby Lee's IMDb looking for something that I saw him on. But it doesn't matter. Keep going. Well, I'll say the parts I did like in the show is I like that episode that we're like episode nine, whenever they do break up, because I just, I feel like that was, I like shows that combine comedy and drama together. 
that's why I love Scrub so much. And I love, like, that episode did have, like, that element where they got to, uh, like, show more of the dramatic stuff. Yeah, because, like, he's finally, like, breaking through in the rap game. And she's like, you're not here for me. He's like, I'm living out my dream. I can't be here for you right now when you do nothing. Mic drop. And then it just plays the, the autotune song that they made. Yeah. But I liked so good. that episode. I liked uh, I liked the parts where he actually rapped because like the he last ha- episode, like when he like he does like the, the freestyle on the breakfast. Because club. that last episode when he's talking about, <laughs> I was song? like, yeah, I was like, um, what am I watching? It was like, I thought that was pretty cool too. I like how they shot it all, but it had his, him rapping what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically yeah. it was basically a music video. For the first like three or like five minutes of the episode or something like that, explaining how and he went it's to jail. Graphic. Yeah, like, it's pretty aggressive. It's pretty, uh, and that's why he's like, "There's six more minutes of this song." And, and all the executive producers are like, "We cannot release this song." And then you know his thing is like, "Well, this is my masterpiece. I want to release this song." And then the rest of the episode's kind of about that. Yeah. So he has. Uh... Hold on, I was trying to see how. Let me turn my volume down because I don't want to start playing as, uh, as I'm talking. So he actually does have a real song that's almost 11 minutes long. It's really. It's called "Pillow Talking" featuring Brain. So the premise of the song is that he hooked up with this girl for like a one night stand, and the song starts after it's over when they're just having like the awkward conversation of just like basically talking to someone that you don't really know and having like getting into like these weird, awkward avenues and stuff like that. It's 11 minutes long, but his brain comes into it too. So he does like a voice for his brain, like what his brain's saying. So that's why it's just featuring brain. Is that from professional rapper? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 It's from professional rapper. Yeah. I think that's really the only CD that's on Spotify or album. I think everything else is singles. I think. Yeah, it's professional rapper and everything else is singles. Yeah. Yeah, the actual song professional rapper is uh him doing it or having an interview with Snoop Dogg to see like applying to be a rapper basically. And it's Snoop Dogg just asking him like interview questions like this is a business. So it's very it's like that's like the I've went through like all the songs I've listened to. It sounds like I'm like I have all this knowledge on him. That's literally everything I've like <laughs> that's everything I've, I've heard from him. That's all right. I mean, there's a lot going on there. Because, I mean, like, we've only watched the show and then listened to, like, two of his songs, so. Well, I know the one part of uh, Pillow Talking that made me laugh pretty hard was, uh, I forget what they're talking, he's rapping this whole thing, but I forget what, like, they were talking about or something, but he said something about, like, everyone, uh, or, like, something about, like, Pangea when... You know, like when all the continents and stuff were one giant landmass before they broke apart, like way, 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 way long ago. And he makes a reference to Pangea, and her part of it is like she's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "He's like, he's like Pangea and stuff like that." And then his he does the brain voice comes in. He goes, "She don't know about Pangea," <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but his brain coming in that moment made me laugh really hard. <laughs> That's, but it's a really long song, so like. That episode was, was like, that's actually pretty believable that 
he would have a song super long telling this story in this way. Because that's literally what that song basically is. But they actually, he did play that professional, the song Professional Rapper, or I think that's what it's called, the Snoop Dogg yeah, one. Is. When he meets with the uh, record, or the, yeah, the producer, the, like the caveman looking dude, he starts playing, oh, yeah. uh, he starts playing part of his song, and that actually is, like, lyrically, it is part of one of his actual songs. So I was like, I was like, oh, I actually recognize that from listening. But yeah, I like that part. Like I like the parts when he actually raps. Of, yeah, the the very end, and then uh, that I think it was the first episode, first or second episode, when he does the freestyle in the studio. That's early on, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the first ones. I like those parts of it. But yeah, there's a lot of parts on it. If you feel like you're watching an HBO show. A lot of F-bombs. The first three episodes are, like, very dick and sex heavy. It's like that's the whole purpose. Very of- much. Yeah. That's yeah. the only purpose for those episodes. And it's, it's you know, it's on FX or FXX, whatever it's called now. But, I mean, like, it's like, wow, okay. Like, they get away with a lot of stuff for cable. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, adult show, I'd say. And then after a while, it slows down. Oh, the other part I wanted to mention, like, I was going to bring up, too, is that the, the guy who plays Gata is, like, a, a tremendous actor. <laughs> he was, like, the first, like, three episodes or something like that. He was, like, super one-dimensional. And he was just, like, this kind of... I Basically, like, he lied all the time about, like, what he's doing. And then he was just kind of, like, goofy and stuff like that. And then there's the episode... It just hits where he's in the shoe store with his mom. And has, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. breakdown. Explains him. Yeah. And I was like, I was, Jesus. I was like, dude, this is just like a... I was like, I was like, what else has he been in? I was like, nothing. I was like, this is just a great actor they have for the show. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I did, I did appreciate that like, uh, kind of like backstory of him because like, there's a part where um, little Dicky's like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'm schizophrenic. He's like, leave me alone. He's like, sometimes I'm hype, sometimes I'm not. He's like, leave me alone. Yeah, that was at like after they show his flashbacks at the, uh like at the store and at the on the bus and stuff and just his backstory but yeah so they really like for me like they really even 10 episodes like i like start to really like like all the characters that are in it but yeah there was quite a few moments that i i laughed like actually laughed out loud at dude the, the poop falling on his pants got me <laughs> I know it makes you sound like a simpleton, but fuck it. I laughed so hard. That's, I was so shocked. It was just out of nowhere. He's just like, I have to poop. I was like, what? I was like, this is a weird left turn. He's like, I have to, I need to. He just kept telling her like, to look away. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so I watched Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. Hey, I'm Dave. Yeah. I, I wanted to make sure that I, I finished the show before we started recording. Because I don't want to leave off with like one episode to go, right? And a, a good, a very good episode at that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think they got renewed for a season two, so they did. Um, but with everything going on, who knows what's going to come out? Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to wait. But I, I will be. I'll probably forget about it until it's like it wraps up season two, and then I'll probably go through and watch the entire thing, and then. Uh, we'll talk about it again. We will. But maybe laugh. Maybe laugh quite a bit. And then you just have to listen to Bad Friends. So you can hear more Andrew Santino. 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 Santina. 
Yeah, the one actually, the the episode I just listened because I was getting caught up. Uh, the episode I just listened to. Uh, well, I'm actually I'm gonna pull it up here. Um, it was actually pretty funny because they, uh, they <clears throat> do like a video chat with um. With a bunch of their internet international fans. So they just like basically Skype people in and are talking to people from like the Netherlands and, and stuff like that. So that was, that one I feel like had a lot of funny moments. So if I guess I'm going to tell you to watch, uh, or to watch, to, well, I guess I think you can watch it. It might be on YouTube, but watch or listen to, uh, I think it's episode 12. Um, cause I'll look at the episode list now. Oh, there's not that many. No, that's, I like, I was listening to it. I forget when it started. It wasn't that long ago. But uh, I was listening to it every week, and then I fell off of it, and then I just... Like, Bad Friends Worldwide? I think so. All right, I'm going to add it to my... I'm still stuck on the Conan podcast, so I'm not going to go back into that, but that's just been consuming me. I didn't listen to this week's episode yet. He had Keith Urban on. I don't care about Keith Urban at all. I, I'm not necessarily that interested in the guest, but I'll still listen to it, because I want to hear, but I didn't listen to that one yet. Yeah, I'm almost positive that's what it is, is Bad Friends Worldwide. Because I'm on 13, and I just listened to it recently. So I think that's, it has to be that one. It's the one that makes sense title-wise. But, yeah. I'll just say, listen to that one, and then you get a sense of, uh... There's a lot of funny moments that happen. They ask almost every single guest who they'd rather bang, basically, him or or Andrew or Bobby. (laughs) <laughs> and a lot of the responses are uh, hurtful or <laughs> uh, very funny. But uh, I, f- I did forget about the other thing that I was I had on my list or my like my right. mental list. I for- like I know I'm, I literally I don't remember what it was now. Oh, like I thought you okay. Um, I still haven't finished uh, Ghost of Tsushima. It's I'm so close to the end, but I don't have the desire to like finish the game. Like, I know it's gonna be really good, but I'm just like, ah. yeah, I haven't played games that much this week, so I haven't, I haven't dove into it to clean stuff up. I keep seeing because I have a tab open on my laptop that has, um, I forget what it was for. It's, it's like secret locations for something you need for one of the trophies, and I wow. have that tab open, so I keep, I don't like, I don't want to close it because I just don't want to search for it again. Right, and so I had that tab open. So every time I like I go over that tab, I see it and I go, oh, "I'm gonna play it." And I just haven't, I just haven't committed to it. So I just haven't played much this week. I did. I know. I mean, we don't have to keep watching talking about things we watched, but I wanted to bring up because I don't know if you've watched it. Um, if you haven't, we don't have to talk about it. But probably haven't. I know that American Psycho with Christian Bale's a big movie. Everyone fucking jerks off to. So I was like, let me watch this movie. And I didn't care for it until I, th- until like the day or two later, I thought about it. I was like, oh, there's a lot of really cool stuff in this movie. But if you haven't watched it, we're not going to talk about it because it's not worth talking about. I think I started watching it for the, for exactly what you're saying. I kept hearing people like talk about it like years ago and I started to watch it and it just did. I watched like the first, I forget how much of it. It just, I, you know, I wasn't in the mood for that type of movie or like I wasn't, I don't know. I just, it just didn't grab me. So I didn't actually finish it. So I didn't, well, I, I feel never like- have seen it. I feel like me and you are not really into like the horror genre. Not at all. 
And that's, I wouldn't say it's a horror movie. I mean, he kills people. He's a, literally a psycho, but I mean. Did you ever watch Parasite? Nope. Oh. It's, I look at it and I'm like, I need to watch this and I don't. Yeah. So it's, I don't want to, I don't want to mislead or like, you know, put any ideas in your head for it. I just didn't know if you, if you watched it because I figured we could actually talk about that. Cause that's, I had a very similar, I watched it and I was like, that was pretty interesting. And then as more time has gone by, I'm like, I actually did like that a lot. Like, oh. Yeah. Well, it's one of the biggest movies of 2019. Yes, I think. Yeah, pretty sure. But yeah. I'll probably, I think I'll probably watch it soon because I want to. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I did play because I mentioned this on our on on our regular episode for RT Talk. Uh, one thing that I I got from Achievement Hunters, uh, Letteral series, is I got this this uh, game that we like have a game night anytime soon. Uh, that we could all play, or I, I think we could play. I don't know. It's hard to gauge when we have a bunch of people who is interested in this type of game. But I love these types of games. It's like the, like deduction games or whatever. So yeah. Um, uh, have you ever heard of um? God, what the fuck is it called? Have you ever heard of Scotland Yard? Yeah. The game. No, I've heard no, of, not I've... the like phrase, but the the game Scotland Yard. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Because I had never heard of it, and I watched, they played a Let's Roll where they played it, and I was like, oh, this game actually seems like it'd be a lot of fun. And I wanted to, I wanted, to, I was like, well, I was like, we should get it, and then we could play it. Like that, I was like, I think this would be a fun game to play. So I went to buy it, and I couldn't, it was like $60 on Amazon. It's just like a, it's a standard, like, board game. Like, it's just a board with, like, tokens and stuff. I was like, what's it, 60 bucks? And then I was going through, and I found, like, a bunch of different ones, but there was no, like, new or, like... Or, I mean, there was, like, new in quotes, but there was nothing that was, like, oh, it's made by this per- or this company. And I learned it was made in 1985. And I was, like, how the- I was, like, I feel like when we were kids, like, there was, like, ten board games, and they existed cool. until, like, 2003. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, how did I not never hear this game? I mean, I don't know that I would have been interested in it as a kid anyway, but I just, I feel like it's one of those ones that, like, like, I never played Risk as a kid, but I feel like, but I know if someone says Risk, I know what, like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like that war game and, and, and everything. Right. I just, I never heard of this game, and it's three years older than me. No, I'm looking at it now. I don't, I don't know anything about it. Well, it's a really fun, like, because it's meant to be, like, a, a three to six player game, but there's ways you can play with just, like two people so renee and i played last night and <clears throat> the game i'll try to explain this as basic as or like as in the most basic terms as i can uh if you look it up and actually look at pictures it'd be easier to understand some of the stuff i'm saying so i'm just trying to explain without actually a visual component basically what you're looking at in the game board is like a map like a, a legit map it looks like with like streets and stuff of uh england scotland yard so like around yeah. uh, like birmingham palace and stuff so it's a pretty big area, and on the map there's, I mean, I think there's hundreds, uh, or like, almost like 200 different little dots, which are spaces you can move to, and each one of these dots is like, it's, it's like in an intersection, or it's like going down a street and stuff like that. So the whole concept of the game is that there are detectives, and there's a mastermind criminal that they call in the game Mr. X, or Mrs. X, or whatever. So the the whole game is... One person is 
X, and then everyone else is a detective. So, like, when Renee and I played last night, she controlled five pawns. So, that the way that there were still five technically detectives on the field. But the whole game is... Each person has a set of cart or tokens, they call it, that you can move to different spaces. So, like, if you look on the map, you'll see that some, like, all the spaces are, like, yellow and connected with, like, yellow lines. Some have green lines and some have, like, a red, like, dotted line. So, basically, they're yellow tickets or taxis, and you can use those to move one space. And you have, like, you start with ten of those. You start with eight buses, which are the green ones, which will sometimes only go one space, but sometimes will carry you through several spaces, and, and you, can, like, can move far. And then there's the underground, which I think you only have four, or... I forget what it is, like, five or four or five, I forget. But you only have a select number of those, and those, like, those you can traverse great distances, like, across the whole map, basically. And the whole thing is that you're randomly assigned starting locations, and... Mr. or Mrs. X, their location, they get their location and then you write it down. Like, at like if you are X, you write down your starting location, but you don't put your pawn on the board. So, you know where you are, but they don't. And their whole thing is they're trying to find you, essentially. So, like, they're, like they'll start making moves to, like, spread out to find out where you are. And the way that the detectives win is if they land on the same space as you. So if, if you end up going somewhere and then they bust over and, and they end up on like space 153 or whatever, then you lose. They caught you. And right. the way that X wins is if the other team like basically – like the way I won last night is X because Renee only had one taxi token left. And every time a detective uses a token, they give it to X. So I just had a pile of all these tokens. So I had like infinite number of everything I could use. So right. she had one taxi amongst her five pawns. I was like, well, this this like, basically all I have to do is just stay in this area, which is only taxi. And you literally can't get me. I was like, you can keep bussing and training around, but you're like, there's no point. I was like, it's, it's over now. So it's basically just until they can't catch you, which happens around. I think she started running out around like turn like 15 or something, but it's not, it sounds really lopsided, but on turns, like I forget what it is. Like three, three, five, eight, 11 and I don't remember like uh, maybe like 18 or something like that. Uh, your location is revealed. So on okay. turn three, you have a pawn that doesn't have a color with it. It's just a clear pawn and you place it where you are right there. So they go, Oh, okay. Like, if, like last night he's like, okay, he's over there in that corner. And then you can just start moving all your pawns in to kind of strategize. And every time that as act, every time you make a move, there's a little like black, well, I think it's different based on the version of the game you have, I think. But it's like a little black, like, plastic tray that you put the token in. So they see exactly what you're using every turn. So, like, right. even though they don't know where I am, once my location's revealed, I put on a taxi one. They know I've only moved one space from that space where they saw me. So then it becomes about, like, trying to figure out, like, where they are. But also, X has other advantages, which is the black cards. There's only five black cards. But basically, that takes the place of you playing a taxi or a bus or whatever so that it's it's just to keep them from seeing what you've played, right? Right. So like if I once they know my location, I can just play a black card because there's some spaces that have that are red, green, and yellow, so you can use anything. So like right. if that's where I was revealed, I played a black card. They have no idea where I went. Like I could right. be you could you could took the bus, could have took the underground, could have took the taxi. Yeah, you could be who fucking knows. So that and then you also have double moves too. That you only have two of those, which I had to use back-to-back -back last night to get out because I started in the corner 
and Renee spread out, and my location was revealed, and within, like, one turn, all five of her pawns were around me, and I was like, <laughs> literally the only way I can get out of this is by moving twice, and I had to do that, which got me away, and then she was like, oh, you moved twice, and there was, like, three directions I could have gone, and she didn't even say, she just started moving her pawns in one direction, which was the exact direction I went, and then I had to use two, <laughs> so I had to use two again to get out of that, and then, uh, and then basically, uh, it was... Like, she was saying, she was like, she's like, I'm just such a bad detective. Like, I'm not going to find you. And then once it was over, I was walking her through exactly how close she was the whole time. And for almost the entire game, she was one space behind me the whole time. Like, she was right up against me every move I made. Because it's like, as soon as you start, like, getting away, all of a sudden she would, like, train up. And this one person would be off like to the left where i'm going so I'm like okay well i'm gonna have to start heading down because they can get over here so like then i would right. just head down and like so it was like a lot of strategy it, it took a long time but i was like i actually really enjoyed the game and i think with like several different people playing as the different instead of just one percent of all the pawns i think right. it'd be more fun because then that way everyone has strategy well i'll move here but if you can actually move over there like because we know because it's like i said like there's a lot more deduction that goes into okay so we know that he was on space 86 or whatever. And from that space, he did a taxi and then a bus. So there's only two places he could have went taxi bus. He either had to go down or up. That's it. There's no other place you can taxi and then bus. So it's like, there's a lot more like focusing and like the meeting of the minds. And then you're just sitting there as the villain, just, <laughs> just listening <laughs> and just waiting for your, your move and trying to figure out where you can go. But it sounds like, uh, the the game i and this is just me referencing to myself because i'm selfish is uh letters to white letters from Whitechapel, the jack the ripper game sounds just like that which they probably took inspiration from this game uh it, it might be because like it's Cause from one 1985 one person is jack the ripper and the rest of you are cops trying to figure out where he's moving it probably is the like a reskin version of scotland yard yeah it's very possible it is I mean, I'm not familiar with that game, but it's it's a lot of fun. If I mean, I don't I, I don't know if you like that. Uh, what'd you say? Something from Whitehall. Letters from Whitechapel. Letters. Oh, I was way off. Uh, yeah. So it's like if if I don't know. Do you like that? Like, was that a fun game when you played it? I played it at a bachelor party, wasted. So yes. Okay. I loved it. It's, nothing you could have done would have been unfun to you. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it is a really fun game. It took a long time, which I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a negative. I kind of like that in some ways because there's some games that are fun that when they happen really fast, but there's some too that it's like you kind of get invested and you're like, because when as X, I was like, there's still so many turns left before like I get away. Like you're the, right. you're kind of on the run the whole time. Cause even, well, I saw, I saw that it said like one game takes like 45 minutes to an hour, which is, I think a good time uh, slot i think it took us maybe like an hour and a half or something maybe with less people it takes longer because you guys are dumb wow that was wildly unnecessary <laughs> but, okay i guess we deserve that uh i don't know where to go from there now just hurt just take it in weep i will not uh no but the like there was, I told her when we were playing, cause there's a water taxi that you can take as X that you have to spend one of your black cards to take, which it covers a big distance and only you can take it. 
and I worked my way to one of those spaces, and I made this big leap to the other part of the map. And I was like, this is the first time that I felt comfortable this whole time. And then, literally within one move, she was up against me again. She took, like, a train <laughs> or an underground and was one space away from me, and I took a bus down. And then she bust over to the exact space I was on the turn before. And I was like, my God. I was like, and then I couldn't go the way I wanted to go because then she came down the other side, too. Having no idea where I was. She just right. was just, like, guessing. But I was like, she was so close, so many, like, I was, I could breathe for one turn. I was like, oh, I feel like, now I feel like I'm, I'm going to get away. And I was like, nope, she's right on top of me again. So it's like, it seemed like, I think it's definitely harder to be the detectives, but it's not like it's, uh, it's not like it's just super easy to be right. X either. Like it was, I had a lot of strategies and, and stuff that I was trying to use, which a lot of them failed, but. I mean, I guess I ultimately succeeded since I ended up winning, but still, I was like, I'll do this, and maybe she'll she'll definitely think I went that way, because that would be the obvious way to go, but I really want to go this way, and then she would just move all her pieces where I am, like, damn it! I was like, it didn't work! She thinks just like you. Oh, that's what, well, it was funny, because there was a couple times where I, I played, I revealed my location, and then I would play a taxi, and then I would play a black card, so what I was trying to do was, I was two spaces away from where a bus was, so what I was trying to make it look like is that I taxied and then I went to, uh, I was one space away from where a bus was. So I taxied and then I wanted to make it look like I used a bus, but I didn't want her to know that. So I wanted her to see the bus and go, oh, he probably took a bus and then have her go somewhere else. And yeah. But instead I went up and I went did taxi taxi, but I just hid the second one. But even when she was talking about it, she's like, so you could have went taxi and then hid the bus. Or you could have taxied up and then taxied again but hit it for some dumb reason i was like that's a hundred percent what i did that's what i did oh yeah <laughs> that's exactly my strategy was to throw you off and then she's like, i guess you could have done that for some stupid reason i did do it for a stupid reason and then she just closed in around that area again so uh, it's a lot of fun i was like i i if we weren't recording right now i'd probably be playing it honestly if she was if she was down but it's uh it's definitely my new favorite like game because werewolf it became it became more so if you weren't a werewolf everyone just works together immediately and uh which is kind of how it's supposed to happen but then whoever was like the werewolf or the tanner or whatever else kind of just it's like they kind of there's only like certain lies everyone sort of falls into so it's like the game yeah. kind of became like real fast and it's like well i'm this i'm this i'm this so it means it's one of you two i'm just gonna pick you like, it just became, like, this kind of, like, formula we started to follow. So it got, like, less uh, less fun in that way. But, so we end up playing, like, with the kind of the same, it's usually with, like, her family and stuff. So, I mean, maybe if we switched up, Werewolf would be re reinvigorated for me. But, uh, so far, it's, it's sort of, it's fallen into the formula, so we don't play it as much. Right. But I look forward that to playing sense. this. I play this with a group, and has, it's, it's fun being X. Fun to be in the runaway and trying to sneak around. And if we had tabletop simulator, we could we could play it. I do have tabletop simulator. I do not. Oh, I say I have because I've I played games on there with a couple people. That's I know there's like a mod for it that you can have, uh, Scotland Yard. But yeah, I haven't spent the twenty dollars for tabletop simulator. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll get it. I do think it's worth it. It just depends on how often you're gonna play. I don't think I don't think even that matters because I I was playing a lot at first and then I we've 
trailed off, but I still, I'm still glad I spent the money on it because it is, it is fun. Yeah, it's like I, I don't really have a problem getting it. It's just I don't know. Like it would basically be with you, and then uh, we like we each have to spend twenty dollars to get it, and then just for like us to play with you, because no one, I don't think we even know anyone else that has it or heard of it. I'm really just saying we don't want to play the games with you. I think. Wow. I think that was what I said on accident. You, or maybe on you did, and I ignored it, and you brought it back up, and my feelings are hurt. I shut down. <laughs> shut down. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, I I like being honest. I don't know. I, I feel like it's important in a relationship. It's, that it's you're not honesty, because you want to play with me, but the couple does not want to play with me. Yeah, so, yeah, she, does, she doesn't really like you that much. <laughs> So I'm really telling her honesty, which I think it right. just means I'm ratting her out. Right. I'm a snitch in some ways. So she's going to beat the hell out of me later. Because that's what happens to snitches. They get beat with dogs. <laughs> Swing both dogs at me. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to kind of dive into? or? No, I think that is a uh, a good wrap up of what's been going on and things that we wanted to talk about. I summed it up pretty well. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we can continue talking about and going through, but I feel as though since it's getting later and later now, I feel like we're losing steam. As uh, that's definitely true because it's later than we usually record. Yeah, so I just feel like we're we're losing power here, and I think it's going to start to show. I think it's already kind of showing. And then we burn a lot of energy out talking about AIM. <laughs> and then it just brought us down to, to being somber. So uh, we didn't get anything into any sort of ridiculous conversation like uh, Abraham, or, uh, George Washington and everything we talked about before. But uh, I feel like we kept it goofy enough. I feel like we, we did, did our job. Nostalgia. We took it back. We took it Nostalgia back. and some TV. So if you're into both those things... You're in the right place. If you hate both those things, you should sorry. leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should leave. See your way out. It'd probably be better. It's, it's the best. Best for us. Best for you. Mental health and all that stuff. Take care of yourself. But that's it, Doug. We did another one. Another one. We did it. Episode uh, four. Uh, 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 uh. That's my best Joker impersonation. I thought that was Mandark. Oh, I thought that was your Mandark. Mandark went, ah, ha, ha, ah, ha. Oh, that's right. That's whenever you said Mandark, I was picturing what you just did—the Joker laugh you just did. That's yeah. what in my head—that's what was playing when I said it was fading away down the hallway. But no. clearly, this—we need to wrap this up. Because <laughs> now we're we're just spiraling. So thank you for listening. <laughs> all right, thanks, all you Mandark fans. Thanks, are you fucking mandarks out there? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're done. Rob out. Yeah. Doug just walked away from the computer. <laughs>